Tomas Martinez here. We're in the TM3 studios. Super excited because I've got a buddy here, John Hudson, and he is going to be talking about what is going on in the market right now in terms of mortgages. But first, I want to thank our sponsors, Luxury Home Magazine and Spanish Grove Academy, the number one Spanish pre-K in essay that's and awesome. i'm excited awesome. john you're here yes you this is my finally first time made here. it to the studio we're normally we're at my office that is so true <laughs> that is so true well listen i'm pumped for today because we were talking on the phone this week yep. obviously the market is a little funky crazy right? yeah crazy is a good word crazy is a good word obviously corona has changed everything but before we get into that because we will I want to know your San Antonio story. Like, take us back. San Antonio Tell me about story. your San Antonio story. You know, how you came to live in this amazing city. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was born at Santa Rosa. So there's my San Antonio start. Um, born, and, born, born and bred here. Uh, grew up in San Antonio. Uh, went to St. George for elementary. Went to TMI for high school. Um, you know, it's, it's actually kind of funny. I now live in the same neighborhood that I grew up in. And when I go running every morning, I run by my old house. Oh, wow. And it's great because I get just get filled with nostalgia of great memories every time I go by there. But uh, no, I love the city. I mean, San Antonio, I mean, I tell everybody it's like a, you know, that aren't from here. San Antonio is like a big high school. Yeah. In some form or fashion, you really know, you kind of, you can feel everybody. Yeah. Um, we are a great community here. And so, yeah, I'm proud to be a San Antonian. And uh, hopefully, you know, soon our Spurs will be playing again and yes. <laughs> we could be cheering for them. Yes, um, definitely but, miss that. But no, my, my, my San Antonio story, dude, I just, I, I grew up here and um, you know, I'm, I'm honored and privileged to be able to raise a family here again. So, um, you know, met my wife in, in high school. Okay. So actually middle school, which is pretty cool. Oh, snap. Okay. Yes. Uh, so then we graduated, didn't talk for, see each other for 12 years, and then we came back together. Kind of funny how that That's works. That's cool. Um, so so going back to high school, I want to yeah. go back to like yes. TMI days, right? Yes. So tell me, you know, what was, what was that John Hudson like at that point, you know, high school from an entrepreneurial standpoint, from a, from a, you know, you're the VP at Mortgage Financial Services. And, and so what was, what was going on kind of business wise, uh, uh, entrepreneurial wise back then? You know, business wise, I mean, it's kind of funny because that kind of goes into, uh, uh, you know, my, then my college story too. But, yeah. you know, from a business standpoint, I'd say leadership, you know, I mean, TMI is a fantastic school. I learned a, a a lot there from a, from a from an educational standpoint, but I had the the honor uh, to be the uh, one of the team captains for our three time state champion soccer team. Oh, okay, um, but it was just kind of beginning to learn some of those uh, leadership skills mm. and managing a team um, and leading a team, leading other people. So that was a, uh, a definitely a pivotal moment in my career and uh my mentor coach mario ravella yeah um you know i look up to that guy like he was like i was a father figure because you know he kind of pushed me when i when i didn't want to be pushed but uh but definitely got me where i am now that's killer so, yeah. so best soccer story go best oh, soccer gosh. story leadership go well this is supposed to be kid friendly right yeah, kid friendly <laughs> <laughs> that's right Enzo's so, gonna listen to yes this. yes 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 no um you know, honestly, it was probably winning state my senior year. And it was that 
moment of a baton being passed to the underclassmen and realizing that man this awesome bubble is 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 gone yeah um so it was very sad but at the same time it was exciting because it was that point that i realized that okay now we move on to the next chapter where do we go from here yeah uh so yeah so winning state for that that third and final time was was honestly probably one of the uh, best experiences that I've had because man, I've That's got some killer. great friends that are still out there. What, what position did you play in soccer? Uh, By def- the way, I didn't know de- this. Defense. You didn't know this? No, oh, I didn't yes. know this. No defense. Okay, so, so you were quick. I was fast. You're quick. You used to be fast. You, well, no, you can still run pretty fast <laughs> in running. I know. I've run with you yes, before. Yes, no, that's true. Yeah. But, but that, so defense. Okay. So now, fast forward. Yes. You go to T, uh, to TCU. TCU. Yep. You're a horn, horn frog. frog. That's yes. right. So you go to TCU. Now, were you studying finance? Is that was that going to be your pa- your path? No. Uh, honestly, it's it's kind of funny. For there was a period of time I would, I wanted to be in human resources. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a people person. <laughs> Uh, and then, so, so I, so I actually studied management and accounting. Okay. And, and I'm not an accountant. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not an accountant, but yeah, that's not but, your role. But I wanted to challenge myself. And so all I did was successfully lower my GPA a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but so anyway, so yeah, so management and accounting and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, from a leadership standpoint, it, things just happen. Uh, so probably one of my greatest learning experiences was I became president of my fraternity. Oh, okay. Yes. As so my this entire, could, now this could get my, interesting. My entire junior year, I was managing, you know, a hundred uh, college people, wow. uh, college students. Budget too? Were you doing all the budget? We, yeah, everything. oh yeah, we had budget. You know, we got in trouble. I mean, oh my was, goodness! And so you know, you're having management meetings with uh, you know school department heads uh, on a on a fairly consistent basis. In uh, yeah, you're managing a small business. Wow! But you know, you you begin to learn some of the crisis management uh, stuff too, right? And that's yeah. to a certain degree, it, you 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 just kind of feel your way through it. Yeah. There's there's no guidebook for a yeah. lot of the things that we face, um, and so we just have to keep calm. Yeah. Keep cool heads and navigate the waters. Yeah. Uh, and you know, so you go through that whole process of did something happen to you or for you? Yeah, that's good. Um. But no, so then it's funny, uh, my, the summer after my junior year, okay. I saw, you know, still up there in Fort Worth and I was like, okay, well, I need to, I need, I need something to do for the, for the summer. Something that's going to pay me some money. Yep. And so I was looking on the little job board and yep. saw this, uh, opening for an internship with a company called North American Mortgage Company. Oh, okay. Which I didn't know at the time. I barely knew there was a T in mortgage. Yeah. Um, you know, except for the old Monopoly <laughs> games, right? <laughs> That's good. They don't really teach you mortgage yeah. in, in college. No. Um, and so I went and applied and got the position. Okay. Junior D- year. Junior year. TCU. Summertime. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm now going and I'm becoming an, an intern. Okay. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Yeah. I went to, I mean, I was basically an assistant for somebody at the time. And... You know, they kind of taught me, okay, well, this is what a credit report looks like. And there's this file cabinet over there. And I need you to go through all that entire file cabinet and call those people and see if their credit scores come up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really didn't know. Oh, my god! Really didn't, didn't, didn't even understand what the whole concept of, you yeah. know, borrowing, you know, $200,000 to buy a house. I mean, yeah. We, you know, so what year was this? This was 1998. 98. Okay. Got so it. 1998. So we graduated around the same time. Yeah, yeah so 99, right? Yeah, you graduated, graduated in 99. 99. Me yep. too, okay. And so I kind of slowly got hooked in the business. Okay. I eventually learned what was happening. Okay. And I can't remember the lady's name, 
but I'll never forget her face. Yeah. Uh, I went to my first closing uh, with the loan officer that I was working for. Yeah. And this lady was a nurse. She was in her scrubs. Uh, she started crying oh my at goodness. closing. And, you know, of course I was like, why, why are you crying? Yeah. And she was like, I finally did it. Did what? Yeah. I have a place. I have a backyard for my kids. And this is a single mom and obviously working as a nurse. And wow. to see that, how impactful that moment of joy was for this lady to just now become a homeowner. Um, man, I was hooked. You were hooked. I, I, I immediately was like, man, that's the coolest thing that I, that I, that I've ever witnessed. And, and you saw that while you were still in college. Yes. Yeah, okay. While I was still Got in college. It. Got it. And so immediately it was like, we are not doing human resources. Yeah. <laughs> we're, switch. We're going to figure out this, this mortgage thing. Yeah. Uh, and so I immediately, immediately kind of went and said, okay, I need to buy a book and it's how the bond market works. Because uh, I had some accounting, you know, yeah. I was doing some accounting work. And so I was like, okay, well, let's let's go figure out this bond market stuff. Yeah. And so start slowly started to learn about mortgage rates and how they work and and what affects them, what doesn't. Yes. <laughs> Which we'll get to. <laughs> yes. What why why do they yeah. move the way that they uh, the, the the way that they do? Right. And so uh, graduated college and you know, yeah. just coming up to that point. And yeah. it's like, well, I really didn't have a job yet. And um, you know, the, the gentleman that hired me, Brad Sullivan, uh, who's, who I work for today, believe it or not. I was going to say, yeah, you work for Brad. I, I work for Brad. So, yeah. um, you know, another great leader that's pushed me throughout my, uh, a, a lot of my lifetime here. Yep. And, uh, you know, he said, basically, you want to be a loan officer? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's far, go. As far as I knew, I had a job. So, right. all right. You know, I'm going to get the senioritis for your last semester of college and, uh, go out and have fun. And then. You know, there, there, again, there was no real training now that you're a loan officer and you're on your yeah. own. Yeah. And it was a little bit different back then. There it was, was sink there or was, swim, right? It was absolutely sink yeah. or swim. It was, okay, here's a rate sheet. Go get loans. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how do I do that? Right. Um, and so, you know, I was running out there and talking to realtors and saying, hey, send me some yeah. business. Yeah. And, you know, back then you know, there was no internet or email back, you know, yeah. back then you had a pager and a roll of quarters in your truck and yeah. you drive around. Oh, I got a beep. <laughs> Pull over, use a payphone. Um, and so does Enzo know what a payphone is? Uh, I showed him it one okay. time. Yeah, right. we did yes, show yes, him yes. a payphone okay. He's been to a museum. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so, but, uh, but yeah, back then you, you just, again, you felt your way through yeah. it. Yep. You and it trial by error. Uh, I had some great people that I worked with that taught me, you know, again, how to structure loans. So I knew how mm -hmm. the how mortgage rates work, but now there's whole this whole credit piece. Yeah. Now there's uh the collateral, the asset, the 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 appraisal of that that property, debt to income ratios, reading tax returns. So there's there's yeah. a whole gamut of what goes on for somebody that's buying a house. And what I will say, you know, before I know we're going to talk rates a little later, yeah. but in my 22 years of career, I'm yet to find two people out there or two families that have the exact same financial goals or plans or scenarios. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the, you know, I, me personally, I get kind of annoyed when people just say, well, what's your rate? Well, you know, there's so many factors in, involved True. in that. So, you know, don't pay, don't, don't, really don't get caught much. up. Don't yeah, get don't caught get caught up. up. Yeah. So I'm curious. So, so, uh, you know, get, fast forward to, to, to where you're at now, you're at mortgage yep. financial service, yes. vice president. Okay. And, 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 okay, let's get, let's dive into this because I, I, I think, 
the first big thing was okay the fed rate went to zero <laughs> right like and, yes and i yes i literally was on facebook around this time it was sunday this sunday, happened on sunday six o'clock yeah okay so like literally like it's like brrr, like all of this oh my gosh this is what's gonna you know more mortgage rates go to zero yes. because of you know and i i i had seen all of that so i just when you found out, because now the one thing that you got to tell everybody is that you're on kind of like you're on the backside of this. And from a government standpoint, from a from uh, uh, talk to the side that you're on, not just from, you know, the consumer side, helping consumers, but you're also on the government side in terms of uh, of understanding what the government is doing and being a part of that. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. So, um well, before we get too far down down that rabbit okay. hole, so so let me just back up a little bit. So, in in my experience, I I really am kind of a mortgage geek. Yeah, I I, I study it. Um, you know, I, I think I'm the only person in in San Antonio that I could say has gotten to testify before Congress about mortgages. There you go. And interestingly enough, I was testifying about uh, the impact of Dodd Frank, which guess what was passed after what the ho- the last time we had a housing recession. Yes. So uh, I really am kind of a, a geek again when it when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Um, so I know what the regulation is, and I know what the government is trying to do is to stimulate the market to make sure that people are calm and acting yeah. with level heads and trying to go about their their daily business right now. So um, what what the Fed did on Sunday, and yes, I mean you, you probably saw my my post. I mean I yeah. had to I had I had to put something on there because. I was getting text. I was getting phone calls, even from borrowers. Right. Um, you know, like they're not even my borrower. They're calling me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this is right. Sunday. Um, you know, explaining to people that no mortgage rates are not zero yeah. percent. And you know, it's it's unfortunate because I think the the media doesn't do a good job about explaining what drives mortgage rates. So you say rates are rates are zero percent. Yeah. And so you know, there's no sexy thirty second soundbite about mortgages. Yeah. There's unfortunately there's not. Right. Um and so what happened with with the Fed is banks lend money to each other. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Bank of Tomas and I'm the Bank of Hudson, well I'm the Bank of Hudson and I need some cash to lend to other people, but I don't have a bunch of excess cash, so I'm going to borrow some money from the Bank of Tomas. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the Fed sets that rate, and that's probably the best way that I could explain that. So for banks to borrow from other banks, right? Got it. And so I'm now borrowing that cash from you at zero percent. And what does that do? It frees up other liquidity for me to you know spend money and, and lend more to money to lend out it back out to put, at an interest rate, right? Got at it a, at a short term interest rate because mm-hmm. that money that money is changing hands on a daily basis, right? Um, so short term lending rates you'll see them come down. Okay. Mortgage-backed securities are tied to, what, 30-year mortgages, 15-year mortgage bonds. So people are expecting to get a return for their investment. So so they they actually move, you know, two completely separate directions. I I hear a lot of people that will say, um, uh, the media does this a lot too with the 10-year treasury yield. They say, oh, 10-year treasury yields down at all-time lows. Well, Historically, the 10-year treasury and mortgage rates, they're not married, but they date. Mm-hmm. 
So they kind of have a similar type of movement with mortgage rates. Right. You know, obviously a little bit higher than the 10-year treasury. But what we saw in the last couple of weeks was the yield on the 10-year went down and the rates on the mortgages went up. Oh, interesting. So they actually diverted. So they're not dating anymore right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then, But eventually- we, we need them to come back together. We need them to come back together. <laughs> yes. Um, right. Because treasury yields are super low right now. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I think it's just, it's super important to stress that you know, when, when people hear and, and see that, hey, mortgage rates are, are at 0% because the Fed just dropped rates. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I, I hate to be a bubble burster, yeah. but that's, that doesn't impact you or your mortgage directly. So how can we, you know, I, I'm hoping this podcast will help, right? Like yes. Get, no, no, get I, people. I, th I think it's good for people to be informed. There's a lot yeah. of bad information on the internets and social media. Right. <laughs> so don't. Yeah, you can't listen to everything that's on Facebook, no. right? Um, well, you know, with what was with what's going down, obviously with COVID nineteen, right? And yes. So there's there there is this sense of like, okay, um, how is this going to affect real estate, right? Right. Uh, so if we looked at the historical, I think you have a, a slide on historical chart of interest rates, yes. right? Yes. If we could pull that up, Gabe, because I, I think it's interesting for people to know like, okay, is this a good time to buy, right? Yes. Based on interest rates where they're at. And Gabe's going to pull up, um, talk to this for a little bit. Okay. So, so this, this is a great chart. And the reason why it's great, because I think, you know, what, what do we lose sight of so often in our society? Perspective. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, you know, the, the, the news cycle is 24 hours, but our attention span is seven seconds. Yeah. So we, which we, is scary it, <laughs> for lots of reasons. Um, but, but this is really important, I think, for people to understand. Um, so if you go there, if you look between 1971 and 1980, the average 30 year fixed mortgage was at 9.4%. Yeah. Between 1981 and 1990, the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage was 12.3%. With look at that, peaking up there at around 18. Between 91 and 2000, the average 30-year fixed mortgage rate was 7.9%. Mm -hmm. Now, I can tell you that, that the very first loan that I originated as a rookie loan officer mm -hmm. was a 5-1 adjustable arm, because you never forget your first loan. Right. It was 10% down, 5-1 adjustable arm. 5.1%. No. Oh, five, five, five years. Five, one. Yeah. So, okay. so, it was, so it was fixed for five years. Okay. Fixed for five years. Got it. The borrower paid two points, had a 740 FICO score, and got eight and a half percent. Oh, my God. That was the first loan I originated. <laughs> it was 1999. <laughs> but, it, but that was the market. That was the, that was, yeah. that was the market. That was the market. That was, the market that, was, that was a lower rate than what was on the, uh, uh, th you know, the 30 year fixed at the time. Right. But so look what happens here. Between 2001 and 2010, the average 30 year fixed rate mortgage is 6%. Mm. And then 2011 to 2020, the average 30-year fix is at 4%. Yeah. So, you know, yes, when people are saying that rates are at historical all-time lows, they are. Yeah. I mean, that's, they typically, in a, in a normalized market, they might move a hair up and down just a little bit mm -hmm. every day. But, um, you know, again, you, you have this blip here the last time in, in 2012, yeah. which was coming out of the, the 2010, you know, Dodd-Frank yes. crisis. yes. The government started buying mortgage-backed securities, and had they not done that before, they had not done that before. Okay, or, so talk, or, or, or so little. Yeah. Okay, so they did it a little bit, but right. they started doing it more the in mass, twelve. Massive, massive amounts of mortgage-backed securities huh. the government was buying, or the okay. Federal Reserve was buying these mortgage-backed securities in two thousand twelve. In two thousand twelve. Okay. So what did that do? It brought liquidity back to the marketplace. Mm. 
And, and it was part of a stimulus package. It was called quantitative easing. So now here we are, we're in QE1, QE2. Yeah. And that quantitative easing, or, you know, it, it cal- well, it calmed the markets. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what it did, calm the markets. And so, but the bottom line is it was great for consumers. Now, mind you, in 2012, the, the, the economy still was still coming out of the, the, the collapse. You know, yep. we were still, you know, coming out of the throes of, of recession um, or, but so mortgage rates dipped there and then look, they shoot up. Yeah, shot up to about five percent there in about 2013, Whoa. 2014. Yeah, I mean, it was like, hey, you're not getting eight <laughs> percent exactly, or eighteen, or eighteen for crying out loud. But but then like then they came back down. Yeah, and then they shot up a little bit, and then they came back down. So this was in 2016. Okay, in 2016, rates rates got low again. Yep, and then what happened? They shot back up to you know, and then here, this was really 2018. Um, you know, you got you 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 started to touch five percent. Yeah. Which is still, you know, again, historically low. It's yeah. cheap money. Yeah. And then what we had here in, in the in the tail end of, of 2019 and, and early part of 2020 was, you know, the economy softening mm-hmm. already, right? When I mean, we've been on this record tear. Yeah. Uh, for at least, you know, throughout this, this last administration. Yeah. Um, so the economy's doing great, but now we're starting to see slowdown. Yeah. So what's happened, you know, people are checking their portfolios and people are starting to move some money into some safe havens like mortgage backed securities or bonds. Yeah. So rates are starting to come back down. Mm. But then you it was like the perfect storm that's that's blown up all of a sudden. And, and so I mean obviously this is part of COVID-19, right? This is part of this it, coronavirus idea, but you're you're so you're what I'm hearing and maybe you can help me. Yes. But maybe there was already some some something stirring even prior to this. Absolutely. Okay, so talk to that. It, it's 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 at least you know it's it's in my opinion, and, it, and I should preface that I, I am yeah. not a financial advisor. Yeah. Uh, I just like to throw out my hot sports opinion. Right. Uh, uh, about what I see, what's what's well, going. Well, twenty two years, you got a lot of experience. I, yeah, I'm, I've I've seen this. <clears throat> you know, yep. we, we 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 not to haven't seen this exact scenario, but yeah. we've seen stormy waters before. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I, I think, you know, the market was already, already kind of fickle. I mean, the stock market, record highs, record highs, record highs, record highs, record highs. Well, eventually somebody's going to roll seven on a craps table. That's true. I've seen it happen right. on the cruise. Right. <laughs> Bitcoin. That's right. Bitcoin. <laughs> so, you know, eventually that's, that's going to, uh, it's going to, so I, there were already jitters yeah. in the marketplace. Okay. And, and then, and I know this sounds completely crazy, but you had this, all of a sudden, this mess between uh, this little match going on between uh, OPEC mm. between Russia and Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. they just glutted the market with oil. Mm. So what did we see? We saw prices of oil go from sixty dollars a barrel to now it's trading around twenty. Mm-hmm. So you so already wow okay you know there's going to be an economic slowdown coming from this. Well oh and then there's a few people with a cough in China that we're starting to hear some noise about, mm. and now it's just kind of spread out and spread out and spread out and spread out. So we're right now, honestly, what we, what we saw at the beginning of March, March 2nd, that was the day that rates literally hit their all-time low. Okay. So 2.75. And now keep in mind, just the week before, rates are at 3.75. And I'm just, I'm giving some ballpark numbers here, yeah. right? So yeah. let's say they went from 3.75 to 2.75 in a day. And one percent. One. Had you ever seen that before? Never. You, up I mean, or down? You, you never seen it? Okay. N- not that fast. You okay. S- you see rates come out, but this was a one-day move. Like, yeah. Like I mean, that's 
that's over the course of a year right there, that little, that okay. little, that, gotcha. that jump or, or those drops also. Gotcha. Not in a day. Yeah. And so, so somebody that locked on the, the second got two seven. They, someone that they, locked they, on the they third. They better close. Woo. Yes. Wow. Uh, and so then, I mean, think about what that happened though. If, if you're a, an institutional investor, I mean, who, who, who buys 30 year mortgage backed securities? Mm-hmm. Institutional investors, insurance funds, mm-hmm. hedge funds, some cases government. Mm-hmm. But they're all expecting a return on their, that investment. Well, I just paid all this money for these loans, for, the, for this pool of, of loans, billions of dollars at 3.75. And now all these people are going to refinance. And now what I just paid out in premium for that bond yeah. is gone. Yeah. So now I'm going, well, I'm not buying anymore. Mm. And so, so then what we've seen and since then is extreme volatility in the market, uh, in the mortgage-backed security trading market. Got it. Everyone talks about what's going on in the Dow. I don't yeah. even pay attention to the Dow. Yeah. You know, the, I'm not looking to retire or sell stocks in the next two weeks. Right. Not even worried about that. Right. I watch what's happening in the mortgage-backed security market because that's what drives interest rate movement. Got it. Not the so, Fed rate. Not yeah. the Fed rate. It just make at sure we z- understand zero percent. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, and so 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 now, yeah. Uh, now what what do you have is everybody's panicking and going, oh, you know, my investment, my, I'm not going to buy any more mortgage-backed securities. Well, then shoot, then guess what happens? How am I going to get you to buy some more mortgage-backed securities? Mm. Well, now the value of that bond just dropped, and I've got to raise the rate, the return, your return on that investment. Mm. So now they went from two three seven five to two seven five to three seven five, and this this rapid jigsaw that's going back and forth is completely spooking the markets to where there's a lot of people that are saying, you know what, I'm out. Mm. This is crazy. So does that mean part of this could be uh, coming back to where the government starts buying back some of these, like like what they did in twelve, or they're already doing that? The government announced that they're going to be purchasing. Oh, they did bonds again. Okay, but are they buying treasury bonds? Uh, or are they buying mortgage-backed securities? Okay, I mean they had announced they were going to be buying. Uh, they said they were going to be buying mortgage-backed securities, but there's been no details coming out of that just okay. yet. So, in my opinion, we'll see. In my my little crystal ball here, yeah, we'll see the same activity again in, in 2012. Yeah, the economy is not in the best of shapes right now. I mean, we're so many people are being impacted by. Um, the COVID nineteen, yeah. we haven't even seen the, the the ramifications yet for the drop in oil prices. You know the the, the domino's been tipped. Mm-hmm. We, you know, my opinion, we we will go into a recession again. Yep. I if, mean, and, and I've heard and that that this is already we're kind of like we're in it. I heard someone say that recently, and I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Maybe it was like it was there, but it was just like it took some of these events to kind of snap it into place. I, uh, you know, again, that's for the experts to decide I, that. Yeah, I mean, I I would believe that. I would I would say that we probably are in a recession, right? I mean, because think about it. I mean, what what are people doing in a recession? Yeah, they're, they're not spending a lot of money, right? We can't really can't. How, how can you spend how can money we right spend now? It? We, it closed everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how can you spend money right now? I mean, you really can't. So so now and so there's so many moving pieces, and and that's why this is so complicated. Yeah. Um. And and, and trust me, I'm not going to get political in this. <laughs> no, right. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Um. 
But you know, you got so many moving pieces that I don't care what administration is 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 in. You they have to put money back into into the bond market. Yeah, I mean they they print the money. They you know they they have all the cash. Yeah, and until you know you see calmness come back to the marketplace, which what what's traditionally going to calm the markets? Yeah. Government coming in saying Uncle Uncle Sam's got this. Yeah. Well, then we might see some things come back. Okay. Now, yeah. in, in a grand scheme, I'm just curious too yeah. because uh, I, I've talked to uh, uh, several uh, people in the loan, um, um, you know, the business and mortgages. Right. One of the things that I that I've heard uh, from multiple accounts is that P, there are a lot of people that are either they're talking about refinances or they're like, well, well, heck, if I can get it cheaper, I'm going to go look for another house. So are you seeing that from your end more leads or is it more just kind of like what the heck is going on? Right. So actually, that's a that's a great point. Gabe, can you pull up another slide there? What's the, what's the next one uh, that we got? OK, so actually, well, actually, look, this is <laughs> this is a pretty good little chart, too. Yeah, this is just this is since 2012. OK. And this just kind of further illustrates the point that. You know, rates are still, you know, at all time historical lows. Right. I mean, and but I mean, look, so they, they move up and down a little bit. But, you know, again, if you're getting a rate at five percent, what's what's more important? That you bought the house or that you got three percent on your mortgage? Right. You know, my my advice, if there's any 20 year olds uh, that are out there uh, or, you know, 21 year olds, you know, graduates from college that are thinking about buying a house. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. You know, because you're either you're either paying your mortgage or your landlords. Yeah. I mean, I'll just leave that one in there. Right. But, but anyway, it's actually the, the next slide, mortgage, uh, MBA purchase. So, yes, this is, uh, oops, okay, there we go. Four-week moving average, and this is from the Mortgage Bankers Association. But if you look at this, uh, since <laughs> from January uh, of 2020 here, you see this massive spike. Yeah. So that is people that, that's people that are looking to buy a house. Mm. They're applying for a mortgage to buy a house. Okay, because again, these are applications. These are applications that, that are coming through. These aren't okay. closings. These are these are people that are actually applying, getting their credit pulled, everything else like that. Interesting. But yeah, so you could see um, in, in, in January, look yeah, at that. Oh four, oh five, oh six, and then the drop off. Oh. So what 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 makes this recession or this looming recession interesting though? Yeah. Well, what sparked the housing crisis? What sparked the re- the last recession? Yeah, we really, I mean, as an industry, as you know, I'm not my company. We we didn't do subprime loans, but as right. an industry, if you could fog a mirror, you can get a house. Right, and you had the tulip syndrome with real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So, gotta buy it, gotta buy it, man. I'm gonna turn around, and flip this, gotta buy it, yeah. gotta buy it. People were getting loans they shouldn't have. Yeah, and eventually that party crashed. Yep. That, that had to bust, that bubble had to bust. Yep. What's interesting about, you know, prior to COVID-19, mortgage delinquencies are at all-time lows. Hmm. So with people had jobs. I mean, th- these are the safest loans we've ever originated. In, in, in history. In history, yes. wow. That's awesome. So, so that's what makes this one different is when in a normalized market, people were getting a mortgage and for the most part, they're paying their bills. Right. I mean, they can afford it. Mm-hmm. Here, you had people that were driving a bus buying an eight hundred thousand dollars house with a stated income loan. Yeah, that's not going to work. These yeah. loans today work. Um, okay, but then go to the next slide, which is the <laughs> refinance uh, index. Oh, wow. 
And so again, you see, you see the same spike here. Yeah. And this is what's driving some of the, the craziness into the market. Mm -hmm. So with under normal economic conditions, man, these, these rates, honestly, they should probably be lower than 2.75. Because, mm -hmm. man, we're coming into a recession. We weren't going to be able to spend money, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, but right now, nobody wants to buy it. Nobody wants to buy the buy mortgage. The paper. The, paper. the mortgage. Got it. So, I mean, people can still get loans. Yeah. And rates are still low. Yeah. But right now, their closing cost might be able to be a little bit higher than normal. Okay. Because there's no yield. Because there's no investors that really want to come in and buy. Right. So, it sounds complicated and it is it's not yeah. sexy but it's yeah. just a reality that, that is where gotta, we're at it's where we're at right um but the bottom line is for those that can buy or yeah. have the means to i mean they're still moving forward yeah um you know so how so how is this going to play out and this is what i'm telling uh all of my originators to be and, and honestly just anybody that'll listen what what's the message that they should be putting out there to their to the real estate community mm-hmm Patience. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, you know, I mean, I mean that more, more than ever. I mean, you know, a month ago, man, bring that contract in and, you know, we could do a 21 day close, mm -hmm. get it over here. We'll, we'll knock it out. We'll get it done. Yeah. Not physically possible right now. Yeah. And, and part of that, I mean, gosh, I mean, uh, uh, right now we're, you know, cause we've been asking our appraisal our appraisal, the appraisal community out there, what's going on and three week delays. Mm. Uh, spoke to a uh, appraiser, well-known appraiser here in San Antonio that owns his own appraisal management firm. He's not taking any new orders right now until April 30th. Hmm. And that was honestly before everything started shutting down. Was that because of um, too much work? Too much work. Too much work. Too much um, work. From a refinance and? Yes, and oh, a purchase wow. market. Okay. Because everyone started to apply for, for refinances. Got it. So I mean, so we have this this pile of business that that the mortgage industry is still funneling through. So there's a there's a bottleneck that's been created yep. because of the, the the perfect storm with the rate yep. being where it is. But it's it's good for buyers and refinancers. Yes. And so now you're starting to get this bottleneck effect. Right. Interesting. So so you have the bottleneck, and then then you it gets tighter because well, COVID nineteen. Guess what? Yeah. Everybody, all all of our employees are working from home right now. Mm. which they're set up to do. So, I mean, it's almost, for the most part, business is normal, but, well, people that were working from home before also didn't have their kids at home. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you bring that into into the mix. So, you, you know, we're going to see productivity come down a little bit. I'm just being honest. I mean, right. and, it's, and it's not my firm. It's the industry. The so industry. Let's, yep. let's get that clear. Right. Um, but now also, you know, the, one of the other players that we have to worry about, obviously you have, you have appraisals. Um, surveyors, mm -hmm. inspectors. I mean, are inspectors going to want to, do I want to walk in that house? I don't know who's been in that house. Yeah. So you have some of that fear attitude. Yeah. Um, and then city closures, county clerk uh, records offices. How do we get a deed recorded if they're closed? Hmm. If you get it, if, if the deed's not recorded, then the transaction never really existed, did it? Right. So <laughs> there's, there's there, a lot of dominoes in we, play. We, I, I tell you what, you know, when we come out of this, which we will. Yep. When we come out of this, this will change the way that the real estate industry works, period. Yeah. And I think, you know, we will see, you know, everybody's been moving towards a fully digital, you know, mortgage. I mean, for the most part, everybody has a digital mortgage. You, right. you apply on, on, on my mobile app or my website from your, from your iPhone. Yeah. 
you're doing a digital mortgage, but I'm talking about like recording of notes, fully yeah. digital, and then notes being transferred into the secondary market to show who actually owns that note. And then uh, being transferred into, um, you know, the pool of 10,000 loans at 4% uh, that's owned now by the federal government right. or, you know, my, my, the insurance uh, insurance fund. Right. So it, it's changing the way we do business. Uh, I'll, I'll bet we also even see companies go, you know what? Why do we have to pay for all this commercial real estate mm. when all of our people can work from home? Right. Almost have that virtual office. Well, I think we'll see. Yeah. I, think, I, you know, I believe that, you know, in my fishbowl, yeah. I believe that we'll see see that take place. Um, so it's changing the way that we, we do business. Uh, but anyway, coming back to the bottleneck. Yeah. Let's bring it back all the way even to the beginning. Um, okay, so I've got these contracts that are moving forward over here on the mortgage side. But what what's going to come in behind this, this bottleneck once it pushes itself through? Yeah. Well... Um, some people that are locked in on that 2.75, you know, they locked in at the right time. Yeah. They'll close. But then what's coming behind that? Um, I, uh, I have a friend of mine that's getting their mortgage through us right now and he's buying a house on contingency on the sale of his house. Oh. And so I asked him, you know, and, and he's in a position, they're, they're fortunate, uh, you know, live below their means. So that, I mean, they can mm. actually manage both payments. But I asked him, I said, well, how's the sale of your house coming along? And he goes, man, well, we had a bunch of showings, but they're, they're not coming anymore. Yeah, no so, offers. So we're starting to see the the the, the showing slow down. Mm -hmm. And I mean, same thing with open houses. I, I spoke with a realtor this morning and you know, just chit-chatting. Uh, and she was telling me, it's like, no, I had an open house last weekend, but I had six people and they were actually all just neighbors wanting to come look at the house. Of course. It's <laughs> how it always is. So, so, so uh, I'm going to, and let me, yeah. I'm going to talk to the, cause, cause there'll be some agents that listen sure. to this that are listening. And so I hear patience, be patient yes. with your process. Right. Um, no matter who you your loan you know representative is, hopefully it's it's hopefully John's it's team, me, yeah, but, the but, dream but team. Whoever it is, yes. But whoever it is, be patient because yes. there is going to be a bottleneck, right? And then from a consumer side, so let's talk about the the consumer that's going to hear this, right? Right. Because one of the things, you know, a full disclosure, you know, you you help my sister, yes, uh, Keisha, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the one of the things that that uh, that I think is really important is from a consulting standpoint right when you really get down to helping people right there has to be this idea of really knowing their situation can you talk to that uh for consumers that are out there because if refinancing may not work for everybody yes that's so, true so talk to it from a scenario standpoint whether okay yeah you should go buy that house if you're looking yeah you should go buy that house or yeah you should think about refinancing talk to that please well, well i think that comes back to Every family is different. And, you know, the internet has changed the way that we shop, right? I mean, man, if I'm on Amazon and, you know, and I don't see the price that I like, I just switch it and, you know, go find somewhere else. Well, you're not buying a pair of shoes here. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you don't just own a pair of shoes that you're trying to finance. Uh, you're buying a house. It's an investment. It should be part of your overall life financial goals is to own that house free and clear one day. Right. And so, yeah, your, your sister called me and, um, she, she had already had two, I mean, they were, they were low rate offers. I mean, to be honest, they were, I mean, if that's, 
I would have told her just to take him if that was what she, what was really her goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then I started talking to her and, and mind you, uh, one of the, one of the offers was just from her servicer, which, mm-hmm. you know, which is, which is great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but their servicer is literally somebody that's in a, in a cubicle somewhere that's just, you know, flying through loans. Yep. Um, and then the other one was from a, uh, I won't say their name, but a big name brand. <laughs> and so, um, you know, again, similar type of deal. It was uh, you know, somebody that's in a, in a cubicle call center that's just running through loans. And I started talking to her and we looked at her credit report and what her liabilities were. And I said, well, hey, what if we can get you this rate, which is a quarter percent higher than what this offer was over here. But look, we can pay off all of your student loans and your car. Mm-hmm. And now you're on a 15-year loan and your, your household savings is $700 a month. Yeah. So her mortgage payment in that case, her mortgage payment actually went up by 100 bucks. Yeah. But her household savings were $700 a month. Right. So it's, it, it, I think that just illustrates the point. It's beyond just the loan or just beyond the getting the lowest rate. Yeah. Um, it's the scenario. Know, it's the scenario. Yep. You, you see yep. cons- consumers that come through. Um, there's, a, there's a program that's out there uh, that's you know, great for veterans that, that, are, that are buying a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, they're, if they have a disability, they get a discount. And, and man, the, it's a low rate. But here's the thing. It costs two points. Mm. Now explain that because I want to make sure cons- from a consumer okay. standpoint, right. right? When when they see points on their yes. good faith estimate, right? When they see that well, it's not a good faith estimate or, anymore. Hey, what it's, is it? It's tell a me. loan estimate. A loan estimate. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So so when they get that loan estimate, yeah. right? When they get that and they see points, they really need to understand what that means. So explain that. Right. So uh, every point is one percent of the loan amount. So let's so let's use this example about that special VA program, which is a great program. Yeah. So let's say it's a veteran, so it's 100% financing. We're just going to make it simple math. Yep. So $200,000 house. Okay. $200,000 loan. So they can get this special program with a special rate, but it cost them 2 points in closing cost. Okay. So that would be what? Four thousand, two times four, two, four thousand. Four thousand dollars. Yep. So, if the veteran, for some chance, you know, either, hey, they could pay the two points over here. They they have plenty of reserves. Not a big deal to them. Great. I'll pay the the four thousand um, dollars. I want that low rate. Yep. Awesome. Okay. But we see families that don't have a whole lot of money in savings or cash or you know four thousand dollars. Woo, man! I yep. I could afford this payment and I could I could afford this house. But man, I really don't want to be out all the the money over here. Yeah. Well, so why not get an interest rate that might be a quarter point higher mm. and keep the four thousand dollars? Right. So I, I think that goes back to your, to to your point though. It's like that's why it's important to to talk to, you know. And, and I'll stress this. I mean, hopefully you use my company, but any company you use, I hope it's a local mortgage professional. Yeah. Uh, somebody a that's you know within your community. But then also somebody that's going to actually sit down with you yeah. and go through your financial situation. Yep. Get the whole picture. Which is huge. It's Oh, it's so it's important. Huge. I mean, it's, trust me, it's so easy to get caught and wrapped up with, you know, push a button and, and get a loan. Well, you know, a couple of things. 
every mortgage company has the same technology now. Yeah. I mean, you, we have a mobile app and you got a digital loan and you can go to our website and you know, click, let's get started and brrr, you know, go through the whole application process. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't stop there. You know, you, we still have our people either pick up the phone or meet face to face prior to COVID-19. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, everybody's opening up Zoom accounts right now. Right. <laughs> FaceTime. Zoom is Face, blowing up. FaceTime has become, has become <laughs> part of our policies and procedures True. for how we, how we deal with, with consumers now. Um, but still have that, that one-on-one consultation yeah. and show people the range. Well, I can get you, and again, I'm just I'm making numbers up here, but I can get you uh, 3.5% today, but it's going to cost you one point in origination. Mm-hmm. I can get you three and a quarter if you want to pay two points. Mm. Or I can get you 375 and cost you no points. Right. But here's, and here's the payment spread. Yeah. You know, it's $10 a month difference either way. Yeah. You know, and then the, the math that I always tell people too, as, as consumers, if you're looking to refinance, you know, you, you might be at a four and a half percent rate, mm. but you only owe $70,000 on your mortgage. Right. Yeah. Why, why would you want to go? I mean, it, it, it it may not be worth it for you to refinance to a 3.75 because mm. you're going to roll closing cost into your loan. Mm-hmm. And it might wind up, you know, when you look at the, your savings is, it might take five years for, for that to, to pay for itself. Right. How right. do you know you're going to be there in five years? Right. Why don't you pay $50 extra a month and pay the house off in eight years? You know, yeah. I mean, there's, see, you, you, you have to do math and, and just be careful what you see on the internet. Yeah. So talk to local mortgage people, set an appointment. That can help you do the math. That that'll that illustrate. Can walk you through yes, that. Il- illustrate. That's huge. So important. And and yeah, yep. and like talking to your sister, you know, I mean, she asked a question, she goes, Man, well that, that rate is higher than what's over here. I said, Okay. I said and so I, I mean just typed out a, a nice long email and I said, yeah. I'm gonna send you something, call yeah. me when you get it. And then, yeah. then, I, then I showed her the difference. And and in her case, what I explained to her was, well, you can you can go go just do your refi route, right? Yeah. And, and you're, you're going to save some money on your house payment over here. Yeah. Awesome, but you're still stuck with this over here. Yeah. So what's more beneficial to you? Roll it in, get the cash flow, and, and of course, you know, we put her on our 15 year mortgage. Yeah. So it's not like she's financing a a, a car over 30 years. 30 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's what was interesting about her student loan was that the term of her student loan was about 18 years. Yeah. Fully amortized. So, right. I mean, you, she's still saving in the she's long gonna run. She's going to win. It's a, it, that was a win-win. It's a huge win. She was so, so pumped, by the way. Awesome. And, I, and, I th- and that's the one thing that I think about what we're, what we're, what we're faced with right now yes. with the, the real estate community is we, we, we need to educate. Yes. Right. And so for for, you know, all the realtors out there is you need to find someone like John that can educate you so that your clients don't make big mistakes right now. It's right. huge, or or worse, false expectations. Or if, yeah, and, you know, as, and 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 I'll, I'm not going to shame anybody, but I will say, if if you're not a mortgage professional, please don't talk about mortgage rates on social media. <laughs> that, I 100 percent agree. That's, that's my PSA. Yeah. First, you're supposed to be licensed, be licensed in order to do, do that. Yeah. But again, there's so many complexities involved, and we did. We had people literally, you know, that, that was showing me posts from. Folks in the industry that were not mortgage people, Fed lowered rates to zero. They're they're super great right now. Yeah, it just it sets bad expectations. Yeah. And and you know as well as I do. I mean, 
you know, what, what's 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 better, over deliver and under promise, yeah, or under promise and over deliver. I mean, it's yeah. it's, 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 it's it's no, I know exactly what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you you get caught in this, uh, and I, and I think one of the things right now that I'm thinking now, and the reason why I wanted you to come here is because yes, uh, there there is a situation going on right now, right, and and there's there's a lot of fear. Right. There's some fear in it because what we have right now is not just a local shutdown. We have a global shutdown. Yes. Right. Which, you know, in my lifetime is I've it's never happened. I mean, in our lifetime has has the globe not shut down, not not a shutdown in the capacity of. Oh, I I really can't go to my favorite Mexican restaurant right, right. now. Right, right. <laughs> I had to get curbside service for chilaquiles. Right. Um, but you know, you go back to the Great Recession. That was a global recession. Yes. I mean, okay. the the markets were frozen. Right. Okay. So you know, you, the the financial markets have have been this been through this before. Now, yeah. the velocity in which things are moving. But from a small not. business perspective. Have we ever like like this is we're kind of uncharted the, the, waters, the, the, right? It's this, uncharted. This is absolutely uncharted. Yeah, um, you know, I've got a really interesting uh, chart. Go to uh, actually the last one. Yes, that okay. The, okay, so so check this out. This is from Open Table. Okay, and this is year on year change in diners. Okay, so this is you know people eating out. All right, so. You go and, and look at this. This is by day. Is I this mean, all the way up until literally like March 17th? March 17th. Oh my yes. gosh. So, I mean, it's, and that's, you know, just the U.S. as a whole is the black line here. Yeah. But Seattle, shut down. Boston, shut down. San Francisco, shut down. New York State, because, you know, the state is still open. The city shut down. Yeah. Shut down. Washington State, shut down. So, hmm. the local business people are getting hurt right now yes and and i think that you know that's that's who who we, you know we need to have a, a lot of our you know <laughs> i mean i hate to use the term thoughts and prayers with but yeah. but but it, but it's true you know we, we need to be supporting our local guys now more than ever yes um you know and i think the government is trying to figure out how to step in and do that but i mean people are going to get hurt but bigger picture too, we can be part of that help by, you know, still t- getting some food to yes, go. Yes. Getting some of that food to go, helping out some of these restaurants. Obviously, we're not going to be able to make, you know, the dent that we could, you know, uh, if we could fill up their restaurants. Right. But if we could still support some of these restaurants by getting some stuff to go, that will kind of yes. help a little bit. A- absolutely. That, that'll yeah. help a little bit. And 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 it, so, so here's what's interesting with this is... You know, I, I guess the news already came out this morning. You know, they said, you know, zero new cases for the first time in, in that yeah. Wuhan province right. or whatever. And and if that is in fact true, then you're seeing this this wave. It's like a tsunami wave that's yeah. just, you know, it literally shut down the globe. Yeah. But you guys know as well as I do that once th- we get to that point, we're not there yet, but once we get to that point back here, mm-hmm normalcy will come back that's right people will go out we have the shortest attention spans on record yes you know i mean although this is a a, this is a blip in the history books and we're living in it right now right but you know rising tides do raise all ships yeah and we will get through this i mean look we got through 9-11 yeah didn't know what what was going to happen there we got through the the great recession of of 2010 yeah didn't know what was going to happen there but we got through it 
we will get through this. Yeah. So getting um, on the other side of yeah, this. Sorry. Huh? That's, no, that's okay. I, 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 one of the things that I was, I, I did a class yesterday. It's probably gonna be the last class I do for a while. Everything's live. gonna be for, virtual. Yeah, this yeah. was a live class. I had about 10 agents there. Just um, one oh. walked in, we had to kick them out. It's like, hey, we got 10. You gotta leave. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> you know, but we did it. We did this class on listing presentation oh. and, and um, which you've seen that class, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. It's a no, it's, great class. And I, I added a little eye buyer to it, right? And, and so, you know, which is, you know, I perfect. Buyers. The eye buyer is a big deal. So, but, but as I was teaching that class, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about is, is like, we're, we're there's going to be, there's going to be kind of like this wave effect afterwards. Like yes. when we get on the other side of this, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts. Yes. Right. And, and obviously because this is a, a virus and there, there are, you know, you, you have these, you know, uh, cyclical cycles with this, right? So it's up and it's down. And so when we get on the other side of this, Talk to that for a minute from a real estate perspective, from a, a, a lender perspective. Yeah. Like, you got to be preparing now because it's coming and you've got to get ready. So just think about this. Would you want to live in an apartment after all this mess is done? That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I try not to joke, but I mean, I think that's a reality. I think people's psyche is now going to be, man, I sure do wish I had my own place. I don't know what my neighbors got over there. Uh, you know, so yes, yeah. I mean, it is going to be nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, that goes to you know, what am I telling loan officers and realtors to do? Talk to your database, talk yeah. to your people, be informing them, you know, be, you know, if be proactive and people are still shopping for houses. They, they're not, <clears throat> they may not be putting an offer in today, but they're still looking at houses. People are looking. I mean, they're looking every day. They're just, you know, no one's going to, you know, say, oh gosh, well, I'm just going to keep living in my apartment now because of COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> so it is going to be nuts. And yeah. and when we have, we do have to be ready for that. So from a mortgage side, you know, we're, we're telling people, even on, even people that are look right now, it's, it's not worth it. I can't get you a rate that you need to be at for this to make financial sense for you to refinance your house, but let's go ahead and apply. And we're just going to monitor it. And when, when that, when it strikes, I'm going to call you. I'm going to say, lock it in, lock it in, lock it in. And let's move forward. That's yeah. That's great. great so we're, we're getting people to do that. Same thing on the purchase side. You know, I, I, I gave an interview this morning to Univision and my message there was, look, it, you can still talk to a mortgage professional that's local mm. and have the ball rolling. If, if you were looking to buy a house, you know, uh, you know, 30 days ago, Mm-hmm. And okay, maybe we're taking a, a little temporary freeze and putting that offer in. But once this is through, which it will be through, yep, man, I'm going to be ready to buy again. Yep. But I don't know if you've got credit things you need to work out. Let me, you know, run some numbers and analyze and say, okay, you're going to need X amount for closing. You need to save this much money. You know, you might need to get a gift from mom and dad for this much money. I mean, there, there's because again, everybody's financial different uh, situation is different. Right. So talk to a mortgage consultant. And you know, plan, strategize, and, and I and I I love that word because I I think that word is is really important. Which, a consultant, which consultant, yeah, because uh, every scenario is different. It, it's not a cookie cutter mortgage process. Right. You need to know their what what they're going through and what what their situation is, yeah. both with credit and 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 you know, they're obviously debt to income and everything else. And so, if you if you know the whole picture, you can really help them. Right, cookie cutter process, you can't do that. So, and, and, you know, it, it's it's kind of interesting. So that brings up another point. So right now, there's a lot of talk about 
Um, you know, is the government going to say, I, I don't need to make my car payment this month or I don't need to make my credit card payment this month? Well, that could be problematic. Yes. Because unless you have it in the on the dotted line, or I mean, if you just can't make, you know, make that payment this month, it, it could have an, uh, an impact on your credit report. And if it has an impact on your credit report, well, guess what? Then in 90, 120, 180 days, you might not be eligible for the lowest interest rate again. When we get on the other side of this. Right. And, yes. and, and so then you get through this whole, you know, process. Um, so yeah, talk to a mortgage consultant and plan. Plan. That's, I love that. I love that. Well, John, listen, I, I really enjoyed this. I, I think that, was there another slide? Is there anything else well, on here that you want to touch on? Yeah, actually the existing home sales. Yes, please. Um, and, and and this chart, again, this this is from seasonally adjusted annualized rate of monthly sales. Okay. So I think this is just important. So obviously this is right up prior to COVID-19. Okay. We were in a hot market. Yeah. I mean, the, look, this, is, this was the global recession, 2010. Yep. That was the that was the bottom of the, the bottom of the barrel, right? Man, look how good we are. Mm. The the demand is out there. Mm. So stay focused, stay positive. I'm not saying don't be ignorant, but stay positive. Stay positive. Uh, you had a a great post uh, when you showed people panicking at HEV. Yeah. Don't 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 go that route. Um, love your neighbor. Yeah. Be kind. Um, and you know, yeah, we will get through this on the other side. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, that that whole idea of fear, right, that false evidence appearing real, you know, just falling into this fear and panic can can really be detrimental. Yes. Um, especially with the crazy hoarding, right, that we've seen. Um, but but on the other hand, right, there's prepared and then there's hoarding. Right. There's a th- Those two are very different. The, 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 so for the, everybody out the, there, the, the guy know that, the difference. The guy that has three boxes of hand sanitizer versus 17,000 boxes of hand sanitizer, there's a big difference there. Big difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it, it's... You know, and I guess one last word to, to mortgage people out there, to to real estate people, to title people, you know, our industry partners. Um, don't just stop working. Yeah. You know, yeah. The way you work may be looking a little bit different. Um, and I tell you what, I mean, if if, if I were a, a listing agent, and, and and I know we're starting to run long here. No, no, you're no, good. Oh, Say it. This is so, going to be good advice. At, no, this, this should be good. Redfin announced today they're halting their iBuying program. I did not hear that. Yes. So who's going to be next? Well, if they're one, they're going to be others. There, there's going to be others. And and think about this. Why why are they halting their iBuying program? Because they, maybe they see that there's going to be a little blip on uh, the radar screen. They're uh, Maybe they're saying that, oh, man, we got to preserve all of our capital over here so they don't want to go out and spend the money. So I think that there's there's a good play if I'm a local real estate professional to make the pitch about staying local mm. because, Hey, guess what? That New York money, uh, 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 hedge fund money, they really don't care about you. Yeah. They just want, they just want a deal, yeah. but I'm your neighbor. I care about you. And by the way, if, if you list your house with me, you're going to make more money than, than you would going through that, 100%. that, that stuff. Yeah. So the, I think there's a great opportunity there. So if I'm a listing agent, right. And you know, and I'm not, but I mean, I would be thinking, man, how do I get the word out to all the people that will potentially be looking to sell their house as we get to the other six side months of this. from yep. now? When yep. when once we get to the other side, yep, 
Or even now, because or, there or are now. houses being looked at. Yes. You know, there, there are. And there offers are. I mean, being I made. buying a house. Right. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of stuff being looked at. My my next door, my house next door to me yeah. just went on the market. Okay. It's been vacant for three years, John. It's been wow. vacant. I've seen five people go through that house. Okay. It's, or, you know, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're at home. This was Monday, you know, kind of like in quarantine and I'll just <laughs> go outside and I'm looking, I'm like, there they are. And I'm waving at them. You know what I mean? It's just a, it was a weird experience. You know, you just kind of sit yeah. there thinking, well, that is that people are still looking. Right. Right. But I, you were onto, you were onto something. So I think number one, I think, um, getting prepared and talking to your sphere. I love that. Yeah. The other advice that I think, and I thought you were going to go there, but I'm going to mention this is learn new technology. Yes. for virtual meetings and you mentioned this earlier yeah zoom i mean we we use yes. zoom at, at our office and it's it's amazing yes learn zoom yes and in in and use whether it be zoom whether it be or, facetime or any of them yeah. right but, yeah, use but learn technology that's going to connect you but maybe you don't have to necessarily be in the same room i think that's going to be a big deal because look Let's be honest. Are people going to list their home between now and April? Are there going to be some people that still, that they need to list their home? Right. 100%. Right. And so if you can be on the cutting edge, you can be doing these listing appointments virtually. Absolutely. You know, you could be having them walk you through the house. You could be looking at it virtually, creating the same presentation yep. and being ready to go, which I think is really, really important. No, there, there, there's there's no question that that, that you can do that. And, and I think, you know, just... Going forward, the, the 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 way that people shop is going to be different from now on too, because you know. And when one thing I thought about this, so okay, um, and and not to get too far off topic, but I but I actually I was thinking about this. Um, I was like, man, how's Amazon uh, working out for you right now? If you needed groceries or anything else like that, I mean, yeah, sure, that's great and convenient, but in in a crunch. Sure, it's nice to know when that everybody's H-E-B using it right down the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When everybody's so, using it, it changes. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah. So so with that listing deal, um, so you got technology. You got you got, you got Zoom. Um, people aren't gonna. Yeah, I mean, people aren't. People still want to sell their houses. Yeah. So don't be afraid. Don't be. Yeah, I one hundred percent. You need to be prepared. Yes. Get ready because on the other side of this, you're gonna want to need get listings, and during oh. this, you're gonna want to get listings. Y- yes, I mean you, you. Yeah, it's like you. You know, you're you're building a pipeline. Build, you build the pipeline. What? Yes. You know, and 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 uh, oh, I know where I was going. So <laughs> I get sidetracked with the HEB Amazon thing. Um, so because we study this, uh, or I mean, I'm kind of a geek. I study this, but uh, when I'm looking at you know how do how do millennials shop. Yeah. You know, when it comes to getting a mortgage and there's enough data out there now that shows that, I mean, everybody is beginning their process online. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's nature of the beast, right? I mean, yep. like, man, I can just look at my house on my phone and shop, you know, mortgage rates and see what's up. Yeah. But what's interesting is, uh, surveyed millennials have actually, you know, even though they begin their experience over here online digitally, they still prefer to talk to a live person. Yep. I could totally see that. Yeah, you know, I mean, because okay, yeah, I just I I educated myself. I think I'm a mortgage expert now. Now I want to buy. So, but man, I don't want to do it on. I'm not going to do it with Bob in a cubicle, two thousand miles away. I still want to work with my local person. Yep. So, even though that consumer that that you think, oh well, maybe they'll just keep shopping. Um, well, guess what? When they're ready to pick up that phone and talk to somebody, you want it to be you. Yes. So how do you do it? You know, call people, text them, um, 
send stuff in the mail. The mail still works. Stay in touch. It's it's critical. So to wrap this up, I always like to ask a question. Um, This is from uh, uh, the uh, Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. These are questions that I always like to ask. And I'm, I'm wondering, in the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? <laughs> I mean, does a saying count? Sure. What's what what's most improved your life? It's easy to do. Ah. See, easy not to do. You got to explain. I love okay, that. Okay. So so that is a a, a great line from uh, from the book The Slight Edge, and it's 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 kind of it's going the extra mile. Or it's the difference between not going the extra mile. So if you extrapolate that, well, man, it was easy to do. It was it was easy to make that one more phone call, that one more email. Well, okay, well, if I make one more phone call every single workday, well, to prospects, we'll just say that from a sales right. side. Well, then that's 20 more prospects that, that I touched. So in that month, well, over the course of the year, that's 240 prospects. It's my closing ratio, you know, it's got to be, let's just say I've got a low one. That's a 10% yeah. closing ratio. Well, that's two and a half deals that I got times whatever amount I make per deal. Yeah. Well, or eh, I'm not going to make that phone call. Well, A, number one, then that prospect wound up going to the person that was making those calls and you didn't get it. Yeah. But it's but it's so funny, but I find myself even in my household, because we got dogs, right? And so <laughs> it's like... Oh, great. The dog tracked mud in again. Well, I don't want to pick it up or, you know, I don't want to wipe it down, but it's, well, it's easy to do. It's easy not to pick up the mud that's on the floor that yeah. the dog brought in, but it, okay. It takes two seconds to just grab a paper towel and wipe it up and do it. And by doing that, I swear my wife appreciates me a little bit, helping out 100. a little bit more. Yes. So, uh, easy to do, easy not to do. Yeah. That Very, book, that was pretty, oh, wasn't that awesome? It was amazing. So we did a mastermind on that book about, that was last year, wasn't it? Um, it was yeah, last that year. It was the second to last one we did. So yeah, yeah so that was last so it was in year. September somewhere around there. I yeah, think late summer, early fall. Yeah, maybe. yeah. What a good book for those of you who don't know that book is Jeff Olson. Um, we'll put a Life little changer. link. Uh, we'll put yes. a little link for you if you don't know that book. Gabe will add that on our on our YouTube channel because that that's a book that it, it, I I I definitely think any anybody that's if you're doing anything you need to read that book. Can, can I make a great just a great example? Sure. Um, so you know, you you handed out material that it was the 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 tracker, right? Oh yes, and just to see, you know, okay, you know, it's easy to do, easy not to do, and so I kind of challenged myself to reach out to one old friend for a month, okay, every day, yeah, and it was, you know, these are people that I haven't talked to since college in some cases, yeah, at, at, at the very least years, and you know, okay, so it took fifteen minutes out of my day, but. You know, a from a business standpoint, I actually got a deal out of it, which was interesting uh, enough. So you know, we had a loan come into the office because of it. But also, it, I just felt good about reconnecting with some folks that were my you know best buddies twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. It was easy to do, easy not to do, and and it's one of those things where you know you, you shoot work. We are getting older. Yeah. We're not we're not all spring chickens, and yeah. you know we we've we, we've all known people that have have passed already. Um, so I think it's important just to, yeah, I mean, just, just that, but that, that book made me challenge myself to get out there yeah. and just talk to 
randomly reach out to folks. I love it. I love it. John, thank you for being on TM3. Virtual, Impact, my virtual man. Bam, fist bump. Bam. <laughs> we got to bump our elbows. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate it. How can people get a hold of you and your company to learn more about uh, get, being consulted on a mortgage? Yes, absolutely. So a uh, couple of ways. Um, and and <laughs> I know this sounds funny, but but an easy place to start is www.mortgagefinancialsa.com. Okay, that's I mean that's that's just our website, and that's just a, just an easy way to go there. But my email address is uh, jhudson at mfsus.com. Okay, I'm at Twitter at jhp hudson. Um, yeah. I, you know, I've been inspired, so I mean, I do my own self uh, healing and self help and. Put it, find a motivational quote for the day to put out there every single morning. You do every day. Um, Love it. I'm on, on, you can find me on LinkedIn, you know, or, you know, our office is right there at I 10 and Camp Bolas. And I what's mean, the office number that they can reach you at? Uh, office phone. Well, best way to reach me, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And, and, and trust me, I, I give my mobile number out to okay. everybody. Cool. Uh, is area code 817. Don't be thrown off by that, San Antonio. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I really am. It's, I'm, I'm a San Antonio. You are. But I've had the same number for 22 years. Uh, 817. <laughs> Two four seven four seven six six. Awesome. John, thanks again. Really appreciate your wisdom and uh, sharing it with us on Team 3 Impact, man. We'll see you soon. Hey, well, if, if people do, just uh, trust me, I, I'm i kind of, like I said, I'm a mortgage geek. If people just want to like email me any questions or email you any questions, yeah. I'll be more than happy to just uh, fire back, send out some cool charts and, and show you because I, I think it is, well, the more you know. The more you know. That's what it's all about. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, brother. Thank you.